and welcome to the DM's Book Club, a podcast where we read about some Dungeons and Dragons and <laughs> discuss how we would be in our cockpit. Sorry, it's just every time you wave, I'm like, oh, I should wave back. <laughs> it's just the two of us here. So my name is Fiona and with me, as always, for Dragon's Jewel is Hamilton. Hamilton, Hello. how are you, my friend? I'm Hello. good, thank you. I'm fine, I'm fine. I mean, we just spoke 30 minutes ago, but yes, since then, I've ate, so I feel a lot better. Yes, but, yes. yeah. I, I'm still, uh, for those people who watched last week, I'm still eating my, I've eaten my, I've eaten my crumpet, but my tangerine is still here, uh, off to one side, so maybe I'll man- munch on that in a bit, so. <laughs> Only at home does this happen. You, you know when it's a, it, you know, we're working from home, pandemic, you have kids coming in, you have dogs, yeah. I have my mother giving me my lunch, so. <laughs> Which is so sweet, I love oh, it. Oh no. <laughs> I love it, I had to cook my own, like a loser. So. Oh no. Yeah. Well, I, so it doesn't happen that often, so don't, don't worry, usually I just be eating like chocolate or something in yeah. the meantime. So. To be honest, I'm going to pick up some chocolate on my way home because I'm an adult and I can do what I like. <laughs> I, I'm sure I've told you this story before, but my, one of the best sort of realizations I had was that I was at university. It was like really early in the morning, Saturday morning. I was going somewhere like over to a friend's house or something, walking down the high street, and there was a little kid like crying, like tugging a mum's skirt. But why? But why? But why? And the mum said, "Because you just don't eat ice cream for breakfast." And I just went, oh, "I can eat." But ice I cream. could. <laughs> So I yeah. ran and got ice cream for breakfast. There is that realization is one of the best moments in life, isn't it? When you're like, I can do what I want uh, right now. Like I can eat pizza with ice cream on top right now, and I will, and it's great, and it is such a good. <laughs> and then you realize you have to be self-controlling. Oh, it's boring. But, you, but, but, but in that between times, yeah, it's a joyous occasion. It, it is. is almost like a domain of delight, which which is <laughs> funny enough. <laughs> There's a great segue. That is that is a, a that is a segue. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah, so today's today's uh, podcast episode. This today's topic. Mm. We are looking at Domains of Delight, which is uh, an extra life document that was made or published, sorry, by Wizards of the Coast very recently, obviously mm-hmm. in the in the aftermath of Wild Beyond the Witchlight. Um, it as a sort of uh, supplement, essentially, yep. so similar to how we have the, the total package for the Tombs of Annihilation. This is something very, very similar. So we thought we'd check it out mm. because in the back of it, we have how do you create your own Domain of Delight? So I was like, let's, let's have a go. We've not done a little makey-makey one for a little while, so I thought, why not? Let's make our own domains of delight. So, exactly. Yeah. Yes. So, Hamilton, what was your sort of your initial impressions of this this whole document? We'll say, well, obviously, we are going to look mostly at creating stuff. Yeah. But was there anything that sort of like um, stood out to you in, in general from this document? I mean, I was. It's, it's a. There's a lot of good face stuff. If you want more face stuff, there's a lot more there. There's a yes. lot. Of, <laughs> if you're looking for your world beyond which light to go beyond the realms of the Feywild, is a good document for that. To be fair, I'd say if you mm-hmm. want to, and the Feywild companion that we did had its mm-hmm. own domain of delight, and I think. Um, yeah, I thought it's great. It gives you more lore on the Feywild as a general. It's like it's it's your campaign guide to the Feywild a little bit yeah. more than anything else, and uh, and more of a homebrew DM's book, I'd say, than a player's book. Yeah. And um, yeah, it's great, really. Again, yeah. great art, great lore, great story, everything. Great, great, great. Yeah, I think just yeah, just to go on to that, I think if you haven't got Wild Beyond the Witchlight 
get this instead because obviously yes. Wild Beyond the Witcher is obviously a full adventure has a whole thing like this, but I think this just gives you the enough to be like oh that's interesting and of course like we said like you mentioned we've got obviously the Fair Wild Companion by the Splinterverse mm. folks like there's lots of Faye's big right now yeah. so you're not you're not done for it but if you're like I just only want little bits and pieces this is also equally good like it gives you a potted summary about the sealing and unsealing court and yeah. flavouring of different spells and stuff so like yeah. I, the first couple of pages like 10 pages or so are these sort of things and obviously tables in general lots all of good, good tables. tables lots of good tables which we'll see yeah. in a minute when we make our yes. stuff yes exactly so yeah so I think it's one of those things though because sometimes we get asked oh is it something we need to get and, stuff like that? and I, I would be saying because there isn't necessarily a phase source book official yeah and you just want to dip your toes in and this this is not I can't remember off the top of my head how much it is on uh, DM's Guild it's, it's like eight dollars or something yeah. like that so it's not not lots of money so I think it's, it is a worthwhile document to have mm. a look at as well and of course all this money goes to, to the Extra Life charity so it's it like it good. does a good deed mm. get, you get some stuff out of it and like you said some brilliant art I mean well, you say this every time art is brilliant so yeah mm. Yeah, no, that's it. That's it in a nutshell. And I think that, that that's where it would fit into your life as a DM, isn't it? Exactly. And in particular, sorry, I, I, I was like, oh, we're going to move on. No, we're not. We're going to go back to it. The idea of contracts. Yes. Fake contracts. Contract, and stuff. Sorry, yes. I've, yes, I no, did don't, like don't, this. No, don't worry. I think, because I think this is interesting, because I think as a DM, it is incredibly hard to come up with a good contract to fool five players. Yes. <laughs> like, because I think, and we've talked about this briefly before, this idea of like, you're running a campaign, you're playing a big, bad, evil guy or gal, or whatever there's and it's supposed to be intelligent but you're faced with five people who are super smart and want to make sure you don't get ahead i i struggle at the best of times mm. to come up with anything villainous so definitely this gives you an idea of like what kind of fade bargains you can have yeah. what happens if you break them and stuff and i will say um off sort of in the middle distance i because i've written something recently for dragon plus magazine about fake contracts and stuff how they think about wordplay mm-hmm. so this idea of like oh can i have your name please and you go yes and then well that name's gone as a result that phase taken it because you've offered it and oh do I, can i have a moment of your time or anything like that anything which is slightly amb- ambiguous oh, and, like you know that. get yeah. your crossword clue uh, book out because it, yeah there's some english is a terribly terribly unperfect language imperfect like in terms of like <laughs> description of what yeah. yeah unperfect exactly it is an imperfect language in the sense mm-hmm. of like you it's not a great legal legal speak so um mm-hmm. So it's yeah, you can have a lot of fun with the fact that yeah. we say one word to mean twenty other things. So exactly, yeah. like I think my, my favourite one I saw that come up in my research was, uh, "Give me your hand." So you could be falling off a cliff or something like that, and a, a fae person reaches out and you grab it. But that could mean either physically they get your hand, or you you have their hand in marriage, which you know anything like that is just all these sort of things. But obviously that's a different topic altogether. Oh, I love I, it. I love all I of think, these. Well, exactly. So you, there's lots of ways you can go about it. And I think these give you some good ideas to think about. But definitely, if you're coming up with phase stuff in general, have a think about, like, spend prep time. Because I struggle at the best of times to come up with any evil deeds on the spot. So having something like that in play and making sure that these fae bargains and, and contracts and stuff like that, they're supposed to blindside... No, they're supposed to trick the players, but not completely blindside them. So they're like, oh, shit. Oh, this is rubbish. Compared to, like, oh, I should have oh, seen that coming. Exactly. So that's a much... Yeah. Oh, that's more juicy as a result exactly. for a DM and for a players as well because they feel like oh we're idiots <laughs> it, only take, it only takes one time for someone to do that fake bargain and then never never again they don't trust yeah. anyone you know 
But yes, perfect, so let, let's... All right, roll that out of the way. I appreciate yeah. it. I was like, we will, we will be like, oh, let's just talk about... No, but it is good. Life. It is really good parts. So it is a good document. And I think that's... And it's worthwhile explaining what's what's important about everything else in it. Okay, cool. Uh, we'll share the screen again then so we can see... Oops, sorry. <laughs> you just moved? Well... <laughs> uh, yeah, and I've got up the creating of arch face. So mm. it says where to start. So where to start then? <laughs> yes. Where to start? So yes. Yeah, so what's interesting again? So when we say domains of delight, it starts initially by creating an arch face. So the person that is ruling over this domain, and I think that's a very mm. good idea to have because ultimately, like the, the domain should be like flavorings of that person. Mm. You know, they 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 their moods. They, they've always talked about this farewell being unfettered emotion, mm. and that I like the idea that this. It, it, there is a direct connection to a person so starting from the person and working your way out is a lot easier than getting that out working your way in so looking at the questions so I'm gonna so I think for this part uh, of this section we'll ask you we'll create the archway with you Hamilton oh okay. uh, and then yeah don't worry I'm sure you'll be fine <laughs> and also I'll say this out do you have any d8s with you I oh yes I do I just need to get them give me one second go get, go get them now quickly ah uh, where are they where are my dice? They're hiding from me. It's always the way. I just realised, I was like, oh no, we did, I, I didn't say at the beginning to get dice out for this. So yeah, so obviously there's lots of tables in this. Yeah, oh, I, needed, I didn't know I needed them. There you go, I got dice. You heard the sounds of the Dice. That's fine. Yeah. So you don't you don't need them just yet, but it's just good things. Yeah, they're there. So making you panic for no reason at all. Good. So Great. Where to start? So there's three sort of sections. So these sort of questions to ask yourself. Mm -hmm. So the three are: under what circumstances might adventurers encounter the Archfey? Mm -hmm. What uh, does the Archfey have any allegiance to the summer or gloaming court? So that's the ceiling and unsealing Fey, which we can go into in a little bit. And then finally, what traits does the Archfey have? specifically what do they look like what's their personality what magical powers do they possess so I think it's very good to start with that first one So, and this is just a sort of a conversation yeah. one really okay so you have adventurers they've wandered into mm -hmm. a generic Feywild setting just for now yeah and, and so I want to know if they were going to encounter a, a Fey arch arch lord yeah. <laughs> arch, uh, an arch Fey um, what, what do you think would be interesting as an encounter what, where do you think they might encounter them See, I've got this idea. The minute you said it, and there's this, this image that I will put up if I can put it up now. Oh, do it, thing do it. That is like um, uh, there's this beauty. Like I'm imagining all the colours, right? All the colours, but everything is like this is a bit more of the land because I'm more of an architect mind. So I'm just going to think architecturally a bit more. But it's more yeah. like every single object is a bright colour individually, very pomo. If people know that term, postmodern sort of architecture, like very much like. Bright yellow, bright red, you know, um, mm -hmm. prime prime colours. Okay, so I imagine this land where everything starts shifting into trees that are just more like angular versions of a tree, and, the, and it's just brown, oh, cool. and then it's like a, and it's like a, and then like the leaves are a bit more jaggedly, but just flat green. You know, they're just a bright primal green, and mm -hmm. then the grass is just like a bit graphical, and it's mm -hmm. all so it's all very much like. 
yeah, prime colours. That's where I'm mm -hmm. at. That's what I'm seeing in my mind. Surprisingly, oh. <laughs> I'm seeing prime colours. I live in a house. I love, I love that. Okay, so prime colours. So that if we go yeah. to that second question, does the archway have any allegiance to the summer or gloaming court? That indicates to me summer court. It does a bit it, more, yeah. But because yeah, because yeah. gloaming court sort of like again, it talks about in this book about like oh, they're more into sort of well, there's primal instincts and stuff. They're more into sort of a darker. Can we create two archway? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Can we have their twin, which only lives in a black and white noir setting? Yes. Right? Yes. So Perfect. they are like a full vibrant Technicolor, right? Mm -hmm. But super like blocky. And then you've mm -hmm. got a very intricate sketchy look to this sort of like black and white noir twin. Yes. Yeah. So absolutely. one's summer, oh, yeah, and one's gloaming. Yeah. Perfect. Okay. Cool. So I'm, right. I'm writing this down as we go. So summer and gloaming. So we've got yeah the sort of the colours aspect of there. So going back to that first question, then, mm -hmm. if we're taking that that the the primal sorry, the primary coloured mm. block blocky sort of setting, this, this idea, this sort of feeling. Yeah. Where would the visitors, uh, in, sorry, the visitors, the sort of adventurers encounter the fae? So looking at this, it talks about like, would the arch fae engage with visitors to their land? Or would it be like, oh, get out of this land? Or are the arch will the archway wander around their domain like openly? Or will they be hidden yeah. in their sort of lair? I see the the colour one, the colour, the colourful mm -hmm. one, all being having a very intricately beautiful route that takes them to some sort of temple-like structure upon which they they sit within but they also mm -hmm. like roaming around and I imagine them in the very like angular blocky clothes right so sort of like Grace Jones-esque shoulder pads and big like yes. asymmetrical dress or you know and mm -hmm. um, and that color and shape changing but only to primary and to, to sort of very angular shapes and sort of I think once I think this one wants people to enjoy their land more as this is more like to come and experience it and maybe sort of find their color you know like and sort of imbue colors upon people like sort of takes an element from them or yeah. I don't know I'm sort of seeing Maybe there's an emotional relationship as well to so those colours. So when they're, you know, being obvious, but like angry reds and greens for envy and sort of, yes. sort of sickly, you know, but being very, but still like having sickly things and negative, like, you know, you know, like not always, it's not all about politics, it's about the range of emotion all being yeah. expressed. So maybe... Yeah. You've, you've reminded me of a book okay. called it's called Shades of Grey no not Fifty, 50 Shades, Shades of Grey <laughs> it's just called Shades of Grey and I can't remember off the top of my head who's the author is but essentially they have like a almost like a cast system based on colour mm. and um, and certain colours are can heal essentially so you, you go into like a paint shop where on the walls it would say like I don't know um, the 50 blue is a healing one and stuff like that and people have um swashes or something like that certainly as doctors you can you match colour type for colour type and that sort of thing it's, it's a fantastic book because it talks about this intrigue about people trying to get ahead to the greys obviously at the lowest bottom bit trying to get up into head to the purples or the royal colours so of course they're going to be at the top so I like that idea of a almost like um like you said, like a whole domain based on colours and the brighter yeah. the colours. Like it doesn't have to be in that sort of way, but yeah, the angry reds, but maybe they're like the military or the, the guards in yeah. some way because they are strong and powerful. Yes, whereas exactly. the blue are more calm, maybe they're more healers perhaps mm -hmm. or something like that. So I quite like that. I actually did a um, bit of colour theory and green is supposedly the calmest colour. 
supposedly for our eyes it uses the least amount of mental inability for your Ooh. use of the color so if you want to make a calming mm. space do it in architecture as well if you want to create like a, a quiet room greens are a lot better because they actually instill more they're less focal yeah. visual uh, ocularly uh, arresting then so blue is actually too cooling it actually kind of does agitate more than green oh interesting i generally thought it, i generally thought it was blue that's I, the more you know like, there you go well i just I, I just remember doing it so it's, I, clearly this is why i've chosen it because i've probably done a bit of my time but no i love that yeah. so yes yeah, sticking on that the blocky one we'll come to the the, yeah. the, the sketched uh, archway in a second yeah. so this blocky archway yeah. do they visit other domains uh or do they keep to their own and do they get involved with the politics of the fey courts at all or do they sort of act independently i think that they're a bit of a collector so okay they like to then try and find new ways of finding these emote like because i think they're very tied to this is emotional thing you know so it's a fey world so i think maybe they are that eager to sort of but from but not in the sort of like they're not involved in politics i don't think i don't think they sort of care about that but they but they would go to to the court maybe just to experience other people if you yeah. know what i mean more than anything than actually being involved in it Absolutely. I think it's because it talks about in the allegiance section, it talks about by swearing allegiance to either queen, mm. you gain the privileges of audience of, of those queens, certain assurances, etc., that those queen courts won't meddle in the effect mm. of your domain. Yeah. But if you don't, if you don't uh, pledge allegiance to either of the courts, then you can find your whole thing is overrun with spies or anything like that yeah. because they're like, well, you must be up to something. But I kind of like this idea that it sounds like, again, I'm sure we'll go into more and more detail about it, but this, this very positive sort of thing. It's like they're not necessarily worried about what other people think of them. Yeah. So maybe they, they, they give sort of lip service, per, per se, to Titania, who's the queen of the summer court, yeah. uh, to the unsealing fae. Um, but ultimately, they're like, well, you know, we'll, we'll attend the balls, yeah. but we'll, we'll, you know, we'll yeah. just do as is. So I quite like that as a, as a thing. I bet um, they also, uh, though, do attend both. I think they probably do, actually, ooh. because they're interested. I can imagine they're kind of interested in all, but maybe maybe change maybe they're the same person maybe both these phases are both the same one and they actually well hang on well, let's, let's put them as, as separate okay. and then we can push them yeah. together so okay. I think that actually could be really interesting maybe two personas for one arch yeah depending on whether it's um whether it's depending on say the yeah. seasons or depending on yeah. a certain ritual perhaps yeah. maybe one takes over the other because we've got um, uh, again from my own experience of doing some uh, mystic improv recently there's uh, this idea of uh, halfway through the year the, uh, the the winter king takes over I think from the, the summer the summer oh, king yeah. and there's this big fight between them and they, they always one will win which is always the same year on year so I quite like that as an idea that maybe there's a shift in the seasons or yeah, a shift maybe. in the something but I think that's I like that the idea of having two separate Personas, mm. but it's, it's a change, almost like a Jekyll and Hyde thing between the two, perhaps. Maybe. That's sort of so that's okay. quite cool. Yeah, but I can all imagine right. with that, yeah, that sort of want for all emotion would want to go to both. That's kind of why I think they would end up at both. You know, I guess, but also it does seem to me almost like a extrovert slash introvert sort of thing. Yeah, perhaps. I quite I maybe like I've had too much. I need to yes. I need some self care. <laughs> or maybe it's just like uh, maybe it's more of a Dorian Gray. Ooh, so sort of um, so they, they, having, they've kind of having... built this persona up of the colour that they've drained 
they've drained all the color out of some. So in, there's an there's an other body which is actually the the, 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 the without color, the sort of monochrome. Yeah, so. I like this idea now that this domain is almost like split in half, where one side being very colorful and the other side being. That's maybe how it's done. It's maybe sucked out of the earth to create. So it's kind of diametrically opposed tone, exactly. and because there's no maybe there's no shadowing in this mm. in the colored one. Like there's no shadow, so it's just all flat, which makes it oh. feel really uncalming. So because it's like it's just block color, but there is no yeah. there's no depth. It's and hard angles to as yeah. well. It's all yeah. very angular, but there's no shadowing. There's no like you can't see where the colors meet. They just hit, and there's that's it. There's no yeah. Ooh, I love that. I think that's such a all right. We've got loads of concepts there, but I think that's that's a really Sorry. cool way to start. So yeah, we've got yeah. so we've got we've ideally got at least one fae yeah. which has maybe two personas mm. and this idea that the colour is what's drawing to them and stuff like that and they are the sort of person when in colour form let's say they are they are meeting the adventurers they're wandering about but they have a, they have their own uh, yeah. palace or less so they, they can be encountered yeah. uh, on occasion and it sounds like to me that they are very welcoming to maybe new visitors to yeah. their domain in this form mm. And then, then they uh, suck out all their colour yeah, from they, them. <laughs> and then they... Well, yeah, maybe this sort of devilish or sort yeah. of maybe an evil intent or maybe an unintended intent is yeah. like that idea of like the longer you stay in this this world, mm. that you you're paying for it in some way, just like mm. with um, regional effects from when you're on the different. Yeah. Uh, uh, other planes, you know, the um, outer planes and stuff, where they have this sort of thing where you have to make constitution saving throws, yeah. and if you fail them, yeah. you lose a bit of color or something yeah. like that. Which, like oh. all right, well, okay. let's move on. Let's move, yeah. move on to tables now. Right, so tables. we've got, an, we've got, an, I think we've got this general idea of what this fade looks like, mm -hmm. this archfey looks like. So we're going to go on to presentation. So yeah. archfeys have one thing in common: they're all fey, <laughs> obviously. Um, but beyond that, their features are widely varied. So we can either randomly determine or um, to so a d8 on this table or we can pick so I, I said let's roll okay but if it doesn't fit you can always pick well, as let's well. try so it, yeah, we've, got, okay. we've, got, we've got we've got a strong idea of what this person looks mm. like but I think it'll be interesting to see what you roll so go seven so seven is metallic. oh metallic. Okay, so the, uh, the archfey yeah. is appears to be made of metal. Their face is extremely crafted mask of mithril, silver, or gold, and their body is made from finely tooled metal etched with organic designs or cr uh, cryptic well cryptic symbols. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think of that? I mean, I'd just change metallic for chromatic, <laughs> and that's Perfect. it. Done. It's you know, it like the dragons. So um, yeah, yeah I just see it as that. Uh, the, mm -hmm. it, but, but maybe it is more like um, uh, enameled. So you know, like enameled, like Ooh. all powder coated, like metal. So it's like it's very yeah. shiny, very shiny color. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, because again, you've got this vibrant like color stuff as well, but shiny as well. Oh, I like, see. This. Oh, but maybe the shine is what's out the boy. Okay, no, I'm gonna say no. It's flat because the shine and mm. the shadow is the white mm. the white and black the monochrome so that's that's been stolen so maybe they would oh. so maybe they do maybe in their ultimate form become shiny and chromatic and all so when it all comes together when it all yeah, comes maybe. together then they they mm. become this very like illuminated and yeah very yeah oh, that's, that sounds great yeah so again that's a perfect example of like we've got this idea but then changing it tweaking it slightly to fit with what this concept yeah. has. so I think that's great as a result uh, all right let's move on to personality yes if you haven't already settled on a personality for your no, eight, you can determine let's go for let's it. have a let's have a look so, yeah see what you get uh, I got a five 
a five is mercurial. The archfey <laughs> has two personalities. <laughs> they shift back and forth between these personalities at certain times or when certain conditions are met. Perfect. I, I mean, that's perfect. I didn't. That was not on purpose. I promise you. I am rolling. That All was right. beautiful. Well, let's go oh, for amazing. two rolls and see what the other two are then. Yeah. See. Yeah. See what they are. Yeah. Go for it. Six mischievous. Ooh. And one, which is benevolent. 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 I can't even say that word. Benevolent. <laughs> ben, ben, no. Ben. Ben. ben <laughs> just say Ben. 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 ben evolent. No, ben evolent. Ben evolent. Hi, my name's Ben. Ben, ben evolent. <laughs> Sorry, now I'm very. Ben Elephant. Oh, no. Ele- Ele- anyway, okay, yeah. number one and number six. <laughs> welcoming, welcoming. The first one is welcoming. very welcoming. So, yeah, welcoming. so I think we're going with the colourful one is very welcoming, yeah. um, assists people, yeah, has friendship. And then the other one is this trickster. Sort of mis- this trickster who likes to confound and frustrate visitors to their domain and surrounds themselves with sly creatures such as boggles, pixies, foxes, magpies and crows. Yeah. So that could, I guess that could be good because again mischievous doesn't necessarily say like evil. I think that's. Mm. I think maybe this is the thing we'd, we'd, you'd think about is that well you've got the colourful one which I've said always oh, very positive and stuff mm. and then the chromatic one which is very negative but I guess I don't they don't think, have yeah. to have I think evil less, or good. Yeah, I actually quite like the fact yeah. that they're not. I think I like the idea that just the shading the shaded mm. one only is just like it's just this it's just got this like very takes on that sort of cartoony feel then maybe sort of like maybe they're just two sides yes. of a cartoon but these ones are very much more the the sketch one is more like playing tricks with them and like can yeah. maybe sketches things out of the air to like oh. that's how like you flavor like mm. the crows but like maybe tries to erase someone from just gets a big rubber out and just tries to erase them or something i like that yeah. i think that's uh, yeah, like, it is almost like Joker-esque yeah. without obviously all the killing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, so yeah, I think... Well, yeah, like draws means... little... Um, just gets like a... Just draws big ears on them and makes them into a rabbit folk. Like to one of the characters, just sort of like draws big ears and, give, and like mucks around by doing stuff like that. I like, yeah, the, yeah, the idea of yeah, the... I can't remember what it is, the magic item that Jester has with that thing of painting oh, yeah. things that become real. Yeah. Okay, I, I like uh, that. Yeah, I like that. Sketch. Big hole... Just draws big holes in the floor where they're standing or something like that. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, proper... Like, like uh, Acme. Uh, Acme style. Yes. Yeah, I think that's great. Yeah, so I think that, that's quite good that we can, you know, you can always flip it later on, I think, but they yes. decided that we're not... Because I, I did initially go, oh, well, the, the second person is going to be evil. Let's actually not think of it like that. So that was, maybe, that was on me making a bias. Maybe the colourful one is the evil one because it's the one draining the colour from the mischievous side. So actually, I, th- I think yeah. that the actual what's happening is that the, the colourful one seemingly is so much more like... And that's playing off those perceptions, which is what's great about the Feywild it sort of plays with the sort of ideas what you think it's that sort of parable feeling so yeah you think they're very welcoming this beautiful colourful land and then suddenly I'm becoming grey and I'm being pulled into another direction and I'm now stuck in the I'm stuck in the in the monochrome land with their other half and I need to get my part of the half of my whole soul back or something I don't know I think I, I think that's really yeah because there is something unsettling about someone who's super positive all the time yeah. I find so I think that's a really cool thing that you could have that flip because I think maybe it's just me but there's definitely a point where you go there must there must be something else underneath and I, you, we know players they're always like 
this, this person's too happy there must be a reason yes. for it so I think playing into that sort of trope would be amazing as a result fantastic cool cool alright moving on then so the uh, obsessions yeah. obsessions are common amongst the Archfey they might obsess over a painting of themselves and spend many days months years staring at it um, they may pers- obsess over a perceived injustice or wor- and work tirelessly to correct it so here's just some examples of something okay. that I guess gives them a motivation or gives them something to work towards. So can you roll for me a D8 and we'll see. Well, there's one that's just get. shouting out at me. Oh, go on then. Yes. Colour. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, so Let's I'll just pick that one then. Particular colour and puts their subjects to work making. I mean, it, it just kind of is there, isn't it's it? Number two. I, yeah, it's wearing another colour to make it. if you've seen his laugh or not just downright rude. But maybe, yeah, it's just that... They love all colour, so that's what they're obsessed yeah. with. They're just obsessed yeah. with colour and what it means in an every on every level. Like they yeah. they have spaces that are just about the the chromatic opposite colours next to each other, you know, and yeah. how that f- and then fade. You know, when you get um, you know, if you put uh, bright red on per- blue, and this doesn't happen for everyone, it happens for me. When you get kinetic colours, so it looks like. Ooh. If you ever see a cross sign in England, which has got like a red on a road sign, it's got a red cross and then a blue yeah. behind it. Well, on my eyes, it becomes three dimensional. What? I've never heard yeah, of that. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, because I've got slight uh, oh. colour blindness in slightly, but it also is you mm. get this kinetic uh, effect so where. It sort of, yeah, because it, it just phases because your eyes can't read it, so it all goes three dimensional, oh. so the red comes forward and the blue recedes, sort of thing, which is kind of. That's so cool. So I, I can imagine I've they heard of that optical oh. illusions. Maybe that's what the the the, um, the monochrome one does as well. It's like do those big, mm. like, circular patterns that you that you think are moving, but aren't yeah. moving and stuff like that, and creates. Oh, I love that. Uh, optical illusions are writing that down. Yeah, okay. that, oh, fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Looking at some of the other ones, there's like yes. obs- uh, obviously obsessions with beauty. That's a very traditional mm. uh, Feywild one. All the way down to stories. Rules of free. We've talked about rules of free mm. before. Um, the material plane. <laughs> it's like so again. That could be quite an interesting one. Yeah. If, you know, like so. Where are you from? Tell me everything about you. Yes. This idea that they obsess over the, the adventurers because they've come from the material plane. I but just yeah, imagine when the adventurers turn up, they go, "Oh, what are you wearing? Oh, I love this ruby. It's so beautiful and so intricate. This red I've never seen." red like this you know so and just really just but ignoring them completely and then just taking them taking the ruby away and just walking off as if that's perfectly fine do you know what i mean yeah. like oh yes this must go into my collection and, and just ignoring them and then and then uh, wandering back because oh sorry you were here weren't you um uh, yes do you like um, yeah getting getting distracted yeah. by color i think yeah. it's an excellent because yeah because you could have so much fun as a dm because that's it's that sort of thing where you just keep going and going until your players go sorry who are you and your oh, manners that's the thing you yes. know and, that, and then going back to that but then getting sidetracked so having the players are then having to guide conversations rather yes. than the other way around it's great as a well as a taking DM, things so. from players and seeing how they deal with it is always fun because it's like <laughs> that's fine it's nice <laughs> I worked hard for those pieces you know like really it does it does really put them not that you want to put your players on edge but it does <laughs> which is good fun <laughs> I, I think this is the thing with the Feywild stuff as we sort of talk about this idea of, of the contracts and going somewhere brand new mm. which maybe your players have never gone to the Feywild or gone to a different I think it's such an interesting way of changing things around and it's definitely role play mm. specific not necessarily mechanics specific yeah. so I think you can have a lot of fun in creating these stories I think yeah as long as you have that talk before and going hey so you're going to the Feywild you might not know what that means it's going to mean things are going to happen here and I think just having that level of trust anyway with your players anyway but I just yeah, yeah. I, I, I love I love again that whole idea of tricking your players not blindsiding them yes I think it's very important to go for 100% but con- continuing on uh, signature magic so every almost every Archfey has a signature uh, signature magical power mm. sorry 
can't say that again, has a signature magical power. Uh, it's tied to their appearance or personality. Um, so in this, is there any that stand out to you, or do you want to have a do you want to have a roll for it? Um, I'll roll for it. I will roll for mm. it. But I've got an idea as well. But I feel like yeah. I'm not no, using perfect. the go. tables. This is the problem. No, we meant to use the it. tables. We've got this book. Yeah, like, but um, no, I think there's some good ones. So yeah, go for it. Well, I was just thinking because they have this chromatic um, tendency that then they would be chromatic sort of magical uses. Maybe they can. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 I think there could be things that allow them to use the relevant chromatic dragon style magical effect. Mm-hmm. Maybe from each color, so they can draw some. And actually, this is now Ooh. this is now stealing a little bit from high rollers um, because uh, a, a borrowing with accreditation. Borrowing with accreditation. But Lucius has this ability because kind of, he can pull out. He only has like two. Mm-hmm. Which he can pull out um, oranges for acid, and I think he can pull out blues. For, for for ice damage, you know, from yep. people's clothing, and he's like an it's a bit like an artificer meets sorcerer thing, sort of yes, pulling out from his clothes. Yeah. I've just realised that's very yeah. So that's what I imagine something like they can draw, they can pull like they've got a red blob just moving past like a big perfect. And I think all the, the shapes they're actually quite uh, primary mm. shapes. They're all like triangles, circles, squares. You know, nothing like a completely off cut, like not like a weird shape. It'll all be perfectly yeah. shaped, and then. Yeah. Um, you maybe like a red triangle floats past and they can just sort of throw that and it becomes like a fire but the fire again is all just like very shapes. angular shaped fire that yeah. does this all over you like that it just but little triangles of fire just little triangles that make fire what, what what i like about that as well is that everyone's going to visualize that the idea of triangles of fire very differently like and, and it's like um i don't know if you've seen um uh, is it called Inside Out? Yes. The, um, yep. the Pixel one. So, you know, when it's like they, they have to get back and there's, mm. they have to go through, uh, I can't remember what that passageway is called, but where they become like into from 3D to 2D to basic shapes and stuff like that. So, mm. obviously, that visualization of it is one way of looking at it. But I, like for me, mm. I, I, I like the, idea, the way you're describing it. It's that like I can understand the words, I can't visualize what that is in a way. I, I, I just think there's just some, you can be really delicious about describing mm. something that you couldn't necessarily say CGI it yeah. or, or draw it in some way. Yeah. I'm sure you could, but it's just like, it'd be different for everyone that's not a yeah. yeah. No, cool. I like that. Yeah, and maybe water is all circles, so blue circles. Maybe there's maybe there's a shape mm. relation to colour and like a blue circle just is little blobs of blue to make water. So that's like what water is, is just little circles that mm. are floating mm. over each other. I quite like yeah. that. And when you drink, you just drink glug, 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 and it's just little glug, glug, circles glug. of water going into you. And it just, yeah, it's, yeah. oh, that's really cool. Oh, you see, and already you're thinking about flavoring what the domain is. So obviously yeah. in this document, it talks before Sorry. about like, <laughs> no, 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 it's great. I, I think this is great because it talks about flavoring of spells and it says stuff like um, uh, uh, crown of madness. It says mm. instead of like an actual crown of thorns, mm. it is um, bits of like a peppermint, like a, a, a sweet crown in yeah. some way. And I think this is cool that, you, that you're even thinking about like, like, you know, create food and water. It would be, it would come as like maybe little cubes of food. Uh, or a little squares of food yeah. and little rounds of drinks. I think that's great as a, yeah. as a little flavor thing. So I think that's really cool. Yeah. I think the only thing looking looking at yeah, the signature magic table, uh, the only thing that stood out to me just looking at it quickly is the sim- simulacrum. Yes. So that idea that he's making, not he, we don't know it's a he, mm. is archway is making all these uh, magical copies of themselves but like they're 
but or, or making copies of stuff so they could make copies of uh, the adventures, but obviously like certain shapes and yes. sort of like these sort of maybe that's part of their just, sort of joke is yeah. when they turn up, they go oh, and they look at them, and then you just suddenly see a version of yourself, but just as a series of block colors. But they've taken a color. Mm. Maybe if you know your players well enough, you could sort of build this color out of them. You feel would you could say you know someone who's always a bit more aggressive is red, or maybe it's like you got you got like patches of color that sort of define mm. the character a bit more, which could be quite almost like um, almost like pixel art in a way. Yeah, maybe. and art, maybe ask the characters, the, the players, to describe what colors they think they would be would be the better way actually. So you sort of say, Ooh. so you, you yeah. see this colored like colored blocked version of yourself, very pixelated version mm. of you. What colors would you think would be like the major colors and stuff? That maybe might be yeah. a fun way of doing it. I love that. I think that's good. Okay, onto the yes. onto the final tables. We've got magical gifts. Yes. So they have the power to give magical gifts to those who they deem worthy. The gift can be anything from a trinket that grants safe passage through the archway's realm to a magical item that can be used to defeat a powerful monster. Um, so if you want to roll, let's roll a for D8. this one. Yeah. Yeah. Some interesting ones. I got a three. Ah, now this is interesting. Three is law. So with a touch, the archfey imparts a useful knowledge about a particular subject of the archfey's choice. The knowledge might be permanent or it might fade away over time. Okay. How about it's like they could... You can uh, they can come to maybe that's part of like why people travel to this land is that they are so em embodied in terms of what emotional states things are and this sort of relationship to these colors that you can go there and they can offer you sort of the information on a person's personality like the personalities mm -hmm. of anything you could ask and like so and intentions mm -hmm. of like the intentions of someone so if you were mm -hmm. feeling like you were being tricked and you could mm -hmm. even ask about this archway themselves but the fact that they can give you true sight on someone's intentions. I imagine maybe that theme right? Yeah. I don't know. I th no, I think that's good because, again, it's that idea. You're connecting the colours, the emotions, to the mm. shapes. Yeah. So getting a read on someone. Yeah. So, yeah, so changing it. So, yeah, so it's not necessarily about... It's useful knowledge. So it's not laws. So it's not history. Yeah. Yeah, but useful knowledge of what this face is. But I think what's important is that it's coloured, yeah. so to speak, yeah. by the face insight. So if yeah. they are this sort of positive thing, going, oh, yes, this person's, well, clearly bad dress sense. And blah, 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 exactly. blah, you know. Yeah. So you have that flavor in it as well, yeah. but also giving. I think that's, yeah, I like that. I could, I don't, yeah, if you've got like someone that, if you were playing a campaign and you had, you want, you needed to make a deal with another Fae, someone might tell you if you go see the Arch Fae, the color, the, you know, the Arch Fae of the prime, primary colors or whatever, then you, um, they could grant you this knowledge of mm -hmm. the true intentions of anything or anyone mm -hmm. or something like that. So mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah. So that's all sort of the, the background prep yes. for this archface. We've got a lot of information here. So what I want you to go away and do now, because we, yes. we, we are stopping this recording in five minutes. <laughs> but I think what, what again, homework for you, Hamilton, mm -hmm. in a way. So the final bit is like you want to, you know, if they end up fighting it, as all bloody adventurers oh, yes. do end up fighting it, uh, it's to go away and think about uh, the stats for the archface. So it says here that you could, you know, either create a stat, a stat block or modify some other creatures. And it's, uh, we've, we've done guidance on how to do it beforehand mm -hmm. but I think just why don't you go through because it says choose a stat block of a 
challenge rating five or higher mm. as one of the following types, which is beast, elemental, mm -hmm. fey, giant, humanoid, or plant, and then change that creature's type to fey, make its intelligence at least 10, give it two languages, and then the fey rebirth and legendary resistance. So I think, have a look through, uh, see if there's any creatures, yep. perhaps, that, that thinks. Obviously, in the example they give in this document, it's a giant spider, which I was like, whoa, but actually I quite like that, that it's not a, in my mm. head, as I always see these things, it's, it's, it's Fiona, mm. but with pointy ears. Yeah. It's Fiona, but with hands for feet. You know? I've now got an idea that it's some sort of weird modron. <gasps> oh, you know, you know me, I love modrons. Yeah, so. but I kind of just, I was talking about them earlier, and um, I don't know, maybe, maybe, I'm not sure. Have, have but it's because of the primary shapes that they are, so that I see it as like a sort of rogue, creative modron. Mm. But I'm, that's my, that's my, I'm, I'm not going to say that I'm sticking with it. I will come back. No. I'll try and even do back. art if I have time by Tuesday, <gasps> if I can. Oh, don't, don't, wow, don't, don't. I already say, <laughs> I will cut this out if I don't do it, so there you go. <laughs> That sounds good. But yeah, have a think. Yeah. Um, I'd be interested to see what you come up with in terms of it. I would, I would say just, just take a, a stat block from someone. Again, like yeah. if, if folks were doing this, playing along at home, creating at home, you have all the time in the world to come up with what yeah. you want in your fate. But I think the simply just taking that uh, create rating challenge rating fire creature or higher with those sort of um, restrictions and they're very loose restrictions at that. Yeah. That's a very good, useful yeah, cool. starting guide as well. So, I'll do that. Yeah. Awesome. Well, this is good. I'm enjoying this. I'm now excited for part two of our adventure <laughs> I, I'm so excited I, I love this concept this idea of colour because I think yeah. it's goes beyond what you were saying before about this Feywild stuff where you know it's all whimsical but always oh, it dangerous but the fact that it's like very stark contrast between colour and monochromatic yeah. and just and I, I think that's a, a really good way to tell your players you are not on the material plane anymore yes. and it's yeah this visualisation as well like it's one of those things I really struggle to visualise it but when you can describe it it's ones you can really describe yeah. and go into detail like you're saying about like you could talk all about different shapes as well like oh a polygon goes by oh, yeah. that, I think that's a Pokemon um, <laughs> yeah but but even then, it's just like yeah, you just see a bunch of uh, little little brown triangles walking along, carrying green bigger triangles. <sighs> it's just it's just ants in a row, but they're just little they're like tiny little brown triangles with a big diamond shape for a leaf, which is a green leaf. Or even like because I was thinking like maybe like um, oh maybe like yellow triangles and it's all ducks. Yes, little yellow them. triangle ducks with a little anyway little or little white triangles with yellow beaks like the like. Perfect. Oh. On the on the on the big blue sort of circular, circular oval. oval. Oh, okay. I'm what have we done? What have we done? We made. Well, are we making a domain of delight. That's what we've done. Good fun. Uh, awesome. Cool. Well, we'll see you in five seconds. <laughs> I will see yes, you. Yes, we'll see you in five seconds. Uh, but I will see you in a couple of days' time when you've come across and you've definitely not drawn out this creature. Please don't do that. Oh, you don't have time. <laughs> I will make the time. I will make the time. Okay. All right then. Whoa! Whoa! We've just time travelled. <laughs> wow! Look at that. That's been at least four days. <laughs> so what are we doing again? I forgot. What are we doing? No, um, well, we are still doing our Domains of Delight episode, mm. and you have, in the, in, the, in the time interim between the previous recording and now, which obviously has been mere moments for our yes. uh, viewers, you have created, or finished off even, yes. Archfey. I have. Which I, uh, you sent me some drawings. I did. I, I want to clarify, before we <laughs> yes. show it, that I think okay. I could do better. I, Rainbow is, this, this, so I've given them a name, Rainbow and Shade, yes. right? Yes. So they're like the two, the ones that sort of like, like just uh, monochrome.
monochrome and one of them is sort of just multicolored. Now the multicolored one is quite a complex idea and I haven't executed it to the fullest of its potential. That's all I'm gonna say. I feel you're putting yourself down. Cause when I looked at it, I was like, oh, I completely get what you were talking about before this idea, yeah. blocky, whatever. And then the drawn element yeah. of shade. As well. Shade I think is cool. And I think it's like, I want more of that shade element in. So if someone wants to go out there and make it better or I will keep working on it. But anyway, here you go. You can see it now. Oh. So there is rainbow and shade. That. That is, <laughs> I, I appreciate it. I look this way. It's probably not that. It's, it's this that way. way. It's this sort of like, if you look like that. <laughs> no, no, no. Other way. Down a bit. Look down a bit. Down a bit. There, yeah. Yes. Yeah, no, I guess that way. That's perfect. <laughs> it's behind you. It's behind. It's coming from inside the house. So anyway, that's rainbow and shade. I love it. So so uh, tell me. So we talked about yeah. uh, creating it before. So we mm. go back to note on it. Yes. Uh, we said. Mm. Uh, okay, that's that as well. You can see that. Yeah. So it said. Uh, Alternative, choose a stat block of a challenge rating 5 or higher mm -hmm. of one of the following creature types, um, and then engage intelligence at least a 10, so mm -hmm. plus 0, and give it two languages in hand, and then give the following traits, which is fake. Fey, Rebirth, and leg legendary resistance yeah. control is good. So what's what did I do? Benny, yeah, what did you what did you base it on? So actually, I, I'm going to say I, what I haven't, what I did try to start it off was because of fizzy bands. I yeah. I went and tried to use a a Dracohydra because I thought okay, because the whole color idea of using all the different magics, I thought let's start with Dracohydra. It just didn't work. But as I started with, and then and then I thought I'm just going to go with it. Iggly, Iggly Witch, mm. which is Ig Wilvy, but Iggly Witch is my, my Igly, so from from Wild Beyond the Witch. Spoilers, yeah. <laughs> spoilers. Oh yeah, sorry. Whoops. Uh, a, a person of notes. Yeah, a person that of, adventure. In that adventure. But yeah, Iggly Witch is what I started it off with. I sort of changed the armor class for some reason, and I don't know why. But uh, anyway, and I also gave them a fly speed. So I've taken two off the armor class and added a fly speed because I feel they should be able to fly. Um, Absolutely. So yeah, I've taken exactly the same stats, which is 10, 18, 18, 27, 12, 23. Nice. Yeah, so good like not very strong because I feel like they'd shatter these 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 things are very two-dimensional so I feel like they'd get hit and they would shatter and that's kind of part of the I've sort of flavored the actions that they make but I feel like constitutionally they're still quite they're quite even though they might shatter they could build more of these colors so they would still have quite good I feel like overall sort of constitution, you know, combination yeah. of themselves, I guess. Uh, decks are kind of probably quite sharp and edgy. Uh, they need high intelligence because I see them as sort of... Yeah, plus eight. Yeah, really which is what Igly Witch has got. But I thought that kind of works because I'm like sort of... Yeah, well-known, knows all this knowledge and tries to understand a lot of things about people and their personalities and hence also a very high charisma mm -hmm. because they're sort of very charismatic. These are Rainbow and Shade working together stats. So I'm seeing yeah. them as... Because they are two entities, but of the same... Yeah, you you yeah, you yeah said they were two sides of the same coin. Exactly, yeah. So, so yeah, this makes sense. And so I sort of haven't fully written this. So if you look closely, that kind of still says Eagerly Witch in places, but I, I've got it... look at that too. Yes, yeah, but I've got it in my mind as 
how it works. But I've got sort of things like, so they get legendary resistance is what I've given them instead of the other one, which was Fey Rebirth. But they've yes. got Boon of Immortality, which is pretty anyway, it doesn't really matter. But um, I'm going to, I flavor it that if they fail a saving throw, they can choose to one or the, like they can choose to sort of, uh, the resistance is flavored that they sort of draw either some color. If it's hit, the hit is hit on rainbow, then rainbow sort of uh, draws further color out of the, of the, of anything around them. And then shade sort of imbues some sort of take some of the light off something or something sort of like two dimensionalize it. Oh, like, um, yeah, like, uh, oh god, what's it called now? In, in things like tone. Yes, right? no. yes, yeah, so it t- takes the tone, like, sort of takes the tone out of something. So they sort of, that's, yeah. they just do a little bit of flavor to it. So they have I like that. Yeah, yeah that's kind of it. More flavor, the better. Um, and then I've given magic resistance uh, to Rainbow, but I, was, uh, I haven't finished this. I thought Rainbow would have magical resistance to elemental magic, but then, hmm. but not psychic and, um, and radiant and necrotic, but yeah. then vice versa. Flip it. Flip it. Flip reverse it. So shade. And then they'd have, I was saying they'd have immunity. They would have, um, what's the other one called? Uh, but then vulnerability. vulnerability to the alternate, oh, basically. So that's how I thought it would work. So then, so yeah, so sort of radiant would then would then start to like illuminate this sort of flat block, and therefore they would be they would have a problem with that. There'd be less of them. Yes, yeah. exactly. That's kind of how I see it. So that's kind of what yeah. I felt. Um, but they get a boon of immortality. They are immune to any effect that would age them, and they can't die from old age unless they are merged once again with shadow or vice versa with shade so shade and so shade and rainbow merge together yeah then they can age so yeah so they become almost like yeah like so they become yeah. 3d like yes. present yes in the world. yes yeah. so by splitting themselves that's how they've got their immortality is by making the split it's how i've written it right so yeah oh cool yes so that's kind of how i see it Ish. I love it. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah, love it. Uh, they get a multi-attack, uh, which is they get they get this bolt, bewitching bolt, which is basically the same thing. But I thought it's like a color bolt. It's just like a little color bolt. So it's just like I just flavor it that they get to hit. Uh, it does 25, 5d6 plus 8. I was going to say, bloody hell. It's, yeah, yeah, it's fine. You, you put it at challenge rating 20, so I was like, yeah, this is going to... Well, this is Igly Witch. <laughs> this is Igly Witch's stats. So, but the yeah, Bewitching Bolt in this would instead be just like, it's like, the, they've got Prismatic Focus, and I said this would be like a Prismatic Bolt. They could choose what damage type it would be, basically, from a colour, and they could uh, shoot out... Um, sort of like little color, little darts of color yeah, yeah, in the yeah. different shapes. And then the prismatic focus is when they sort of go, they pick up a big block of color off their off the ground or off their body, and then they shatter it, they smash it forward, it sprinkles out, and in 60-foot cone of like little darts of color go and hit yeah. everyone in that cone. So that's their sort of super one. Um, get a bit of spell casting, but then I'm suggesting the spell casting is shade so shade um uh ha- 
that can do detect magic, disguise self, invisibility, light mage hand, message, you know, all those sort of things feels very much more like shade sort of. Yeah, sort of tricksty. Yes. Things. Yeah, you've got you've got hideous laughter in there. Exactly. As well. Again, stealing these all from Igliwitch, but they sort of work. Dismel magic, polymorph, so you can sort of morph into like, as I was saying, like that sort of cartoony sort of like change, change their shape and reorganize and, and sort of teleport felt right. Maze and wish once per day. <laughs> That's cool. That's cool. <laughs> yes. Okay. Because why not? You know, just mate. Because I like the it idea that yeah. I like the idea that shade with this sort of trickiness would like just maze someone. <laughs> would just maze them in this sort of like no. black and white sketchy maze that would be really. It's definitely the like ninety-five Windows over maze. Yes. You know? Yes. Exactly. Definitely just two D flat. <laughs> just flat page. Yeah. 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 And I think yeah, I think you always have to have wish in there. I know you like yeah. you're taking it from uh Igelvich or wh- however you pronounce yeah. her name. Um because obviously Faye, they're mm. going to make bargains stuff, they're gonna and wish is such a great one for yeah. DMs as well to be able to just twist it like so yeah, exactly. Back in there. That's fine, exactly. And maybe you could flavour it a bit more that they can't do certain they can't like wish themselves back together, I guess, or something like that, but maybe they could. Um Faye Step, I think both of them have that ability. That just seems yeah. about right. Um uh, then the gate spell reaction again would be a shade thing I feel like can sort of just negate anything um, by just like and that could do it twice per day and then uh, so that's the legendary actions which is, is the doing this the spell casting uh, the dark speech I didn't actually I've kept that in but I probably want to change that I think there's got to be a better one but then I think the failed beguilement is quite cool so they yeah. they can um, just using their charisma spell and I felt that what that would do is that it would sort of flavor it again that um, one or the other will affect can affect people in different ways when they fail on this they start losing um, either their color or they start losing their tone by becoming closer to one or the other sort of realm and if they fail this a number of times they mm. become stuck in this until a wish spell or something. So they're restored until the, but they have to restore it. It's like it's not just a curse; it's beyond a curse. Like so, when it's like one yeah. day, it's just a curse. Two days, it requires like greater curse. I can't remember what it like a greater restoration instead of lesser restoration, and then it needs wish sort of thing to return yourself. I love that. I think oh, amazing. Oh, good work, Hamilton. That's it. Like, <laughs> no, I I love it. I think my only my only question would be mm. so. When when it's their turn, mm-hmm. are they both acting? Yeah. Or is it one of them acts and then on the next turn the other one acts? Or well, so how, how I've worked it is that yeah. I feel that the so the reactions are all shade, and then the oh. and then obviously the witchcraft is a legendary action, so they can't so they can their actions are. Spell casting. So I assume it just depends on what you're doing. Just one does the action, then the other does the action, sort of thing. So it's just kind of they'd have one turn. It just would be flavoured that one would be doing one thing than the other. That's kind of how I I see. I see. Uh, No, great, great. I think that's that's really helpful for me Mm. because obviously I'd be like, which one gets to go first? But yeah, if if Rainbow has the let's say main action economy, and then like you said, the the legendary actions is shade again, almost trickster things, sort of messing up the order. Sort of reactive really? and stuff. I, I yeah. love that. Yeah. Oh, fantastic. Cool. That's really, really so fun. I think that cool. kind of works. And that's it. And then, oh, yeah. Oh, what's it going to There was something else I had on that, but I've forgotten. But that's kind of it. That's, that's them. Here we go. Love it. 
I love it. And like, like, like I said to you, when you sent me that image uh, earlier, I was like, oh, I'm getting very uh, ink, uh, Bendy and the Ink Machine vibes from Shade. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know if you've ever played that game, but it is fucking terrifying. I've it seen pictures scary. of it. I, weirdly, I've only seen it because they sold a toy of it in TK Maxx, and I was like, who is this? <laughs> yeah. It, yeah, it, it, essentially, for those people who haven't played it, yeah. you play an animator who left a studio 20 years ago, and you've been invited back. Obviously, things aren't what they seem. Mm. There's so many jump scares, and the whole thing is that their mascot, Bendy, mm. like a little devil, very similar to Mickey Mouse sort of thing. Mm. Um, basically, again, no spoilers really, but they summoned, they've summoned demons mm. through ritual, and they're using animation stuff, and there are so many jump scares, that, and, and it's just this Bendy creature going, hello, outside yeah. of things, and oh, yeah, I stopped playing it, because like, my heart was like, oh, oh, dying inside, but oh, it was, yeah, really good. Yeah, it's a mixture of Bendy and almost like, um, what's he called? Uh, it's Deadmau. Uh, yeah, Deadmau. <laughs> Use that. I literally took Deadmau and sort of like copied a bit of it and then given it more funky hair. But yeah, I, bigger, bigger ears. Yeah. And actually, it's a bit of Susie. I actually took some of the pose, some of the front leg and the hand and the staff is Susie Sue from the Banshees. The back leg I drew myself, but I'm saying it's sort of, I've mixed up these. I found this like, yeah, and added the nails on. But yeah, I'm a big Susie Sue fan, so I thought that's quite cool. Oh, oh fab. Yeah. Oh, this, this looks incredible. So good job on that, my Hamilton. Oh. And, well, shall we go ahead yes. and make uh, let's flesh out the domain yes. a bit more? I think because we've, we've got a very good idea of what this domain is. Which yes. Is us not no, no. I roll, think I think this is it. So, I think this is where you got it. I've given I've given you the background. I've given you your arch. Bay. Oh, it's me, is it? Oh, I think this is what we're gonna do now. <laughs> no, no. I will help, obviously, I, I, along. I, I, no, 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 no. I've got my dice. I was yeah. just like, oh, it's me. Shoot, I have to get my dice out. But yes, I think that'd be kind of fun though, because then you will add the layers of of uh, of the geography. Let me. Let you ready for the the dice? Yes. Give me the foley. Oh, by the way, I'm going to have new dice next week. <gasps> I got some from, do you know ChemGirl on, on the internet? I have, I have heard. I've not seen any of their stuff, though. Yeah, so uh, they're really cool. I'm very excited. Ah, very excited. Well, you have to show me next week. Yes, I will. And I've got oh, them. I'll be like, show them off. Look at these. Show them <laughs> Because the coolest ones I've got are just metal ones. That aren't, they're just boring yeah. now. I've seen so many other cooler ones. Well, once, once you've got metal ones, you're like, this is cool. And then, so, again, this is dice snobbery at its best. Mm. I say that I've got tons of... I've got gemstones and dice and things. Yeah. And I'm just like, this, I love it. But... I, I, it means I need more. I just That's rolled three natural ones on different dice. That's just ridiculous. Oh, it's good. You're getting the, you're getting the bad luck out of the dice. It's when you roll a natural 20, you go, oh, you've used that now. Oh, don't yes. use it anymore. <laughs> oh, it's Curse of Strahd yesterday. Oh, for, for, oh, we'll yes. talk about that later. We'll talk about oh, that later. We'll talk about, we'll talk about it later. Oh, <laughs> Fucking so dice. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. Oh, oh <laughs> dice betray. The betrayers of all. We survived, right, so, but fuck it. Oh, anyway. just, oh, I know. Well, we had something. Well, a later time, we're here to yes. the mains of delight. Yes. Where, where, where should we start then? What, what is the plan? So it says, once your arched fey is fleshed out, you can create the domain light that serves as the arch fey's home in the fey world. Generally, the size of domain is a good determiner of an arch fey's power, but an arch fey's domain can be as big as small as like to be. Now, I know I've given them a high challenge rating, but I sort of felt with the two of them, it sort of feels sort of doable. Mm -hmm. But I would say that their influence is probably half the challenge rating. That's how I would see yeah. it. Because yeah. actually, it's only 
because there's two of them that they're so high up. But yeah. that's all I was thinking. I agree with that. They're not yeah, an igl- like, They're not really an igly witch, but they are. No, they're they're, they're two people in one. Yes. Sort of two 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 sides of one entity. Yeah, that's all. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's all. Definitely. I was thinking. But yes, you go, you go. Graphical features. Okay, so this is one prominent geographical mm. features determined randomly. So we have said before that this land. Um, regardless of size, it's sort of split almost down the middle. Or there's mm. definitely like the monochromatic side and the very mm. colourful primary coloured side. Yeah. We definitely have that as a as a as a feature. But not I wonder if it. Yeah, exactly. I mean, is it split down the line or is it? Well, uh, I, biopia. It so they're uh, on yeah. top of each other, looking down. Ooh, in, oh, well, that could be quite interesting. I guess. Yeah, maybe it's maybe it's patchy. Or, or maybe it know. just maybe they are existing over one on top of one another, and you could like the the shadow fell and you. Could and sort of one minute just fall Wait, through a hole. Maybe one is stronger at certain times. Of the I did, oh yeah, exactly. Okay, cool. Anyway, all, all those right. things. So geographical though. Mm. See, so it's a one d eight on the table. Uh, that is a six. Rolling farmland that yields healthy, bountiful produce of amazing size. I think that that makes sense. Definitely in the the colourful prime yeah. colours thing. I just again, I love the idea. It's just like circles. Yes, <laughs> corn is just big circles stuck together. We we I think we talked about this. Like, yeah, yeah you, I think we talked about it last time about uh, having a drink of like blue as a yes. thing and you suck it and then maybe like a like little circles, little circles of blue that you just drink. Yeah. yeah. No, I like that. Yeah, and yes, yeah, so I can imagine. Yeah, lots of farmland. Oh, yeah, <laughs> cows like, are just uh, like a triangle, like a. Uh, a cube of black with white legs <laughs> sort of thing like a, yeah like a cow yeah, yeah, yeah just yeah. little like there's a cow and that's it and then a sheep is just circles of white <laughs> it's like um again back in the old days of the uh, windows uh, windows xp or something where it had the official uh, that it's just a rolling hill and then blue yes that, that just just like <laughs> yes that's it hills are just yeah, half circles yeah boop, boop, boop. yeah <laughs> Oh, I love okay, that. Cool. Oh, that's cool. That's very cool. Awesome. Okay, uh, next is the main theme. I mean, I'm seeing one that works again, though, is the thing. Is that that kaleidoscopic? Yes. I think, I think that's it. So, yeah, this domain is a riot of ever changing colours. Plants come in dazzling arrays of colours, flowers change colour, suit prevailing moods, and the Fae wear costumes of scintillating hues. Great word, scintillating. There is, yeah. Um, yeah, I, th- I think that works completely because obviously it's not just plants. It's Everything. Everything. <laughs> Everything is just block colour. Yeah. Well, then what should we you do? Know, what do we do for the... Uh, should we roll for the other one, then? The other half of it? Yeah, well, I'm sorry. I just realised up at, on top of my every, all my geek stuff, I have that the Pantone uh, <gasps> colour stuff. So that's what I imagined. It would just be, like, different shades yes. of that. But I completely, like, block. Yes. Almost. Yeah. Sorry, I just realised. I'm looking up there going, I actually have something for this. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, awesome. sorry, dis- distraction. Mm. So, uh, rolling for sorry, what were we what, what were we rolling for? Uh, domain theme. So we've, well, I mean, we've got. But I think if there's, so we do a theme for the sort of the sort of shades uh, domain. Okay. Then that's what I'm saying because yeah. it could be a few of them, and maybe that could make it. You know what? That's a good point. Yeah. So, th- so definitely the kaleidoscopic for the primary mm. colors one. Uh, the monochromatic. We've got. It's a seven. Musical. Oh. Yes. This domain abounds with music. Frogs, toads, and insects break into multi-part harmonies <laughs> and sometimes create a crescendo into symphonic. Uh, can't say that word. Rapture of melodious tweets, trills, chirps, and whistles. 
Okay. Now, I, actually, you know what this reminds me of? Um, the old-fashioned Disney cartoons and, and sort of things. Yeah. Where you had like Steamboat Willie and all. Yeah, that's what I. Yeah, that's what I kind of what I'm thinking actually. So yeah. it's more. I see it more. Yeah, less like it. So yeah, like little animals floating down and sort of singing and talking and then, but in a in a very yeah cartoony sort of way, like really yeah. yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah, really playing up that, yeah, that really early Disney, um, like, that sort of, the yeah, dawn is breaking uh, track. Uh, Felix the Cat <laughs> yes. is the one I always remember. Oh, yeah, that, Felix the Cat, of, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 100%, I kind of like that, yeah, sort of. Yeah, that, I like that. That, that, I think that works well, because I think the colours, they said there are some, that, that, that is a main theme, it is just mm. so garish I yes guess, and then here is like less garish but it's still some it could be really irritating as well the music but i like that oh, gosh, idea yeah. oh, a song is coming yeah maybe they all maybe that's because she because shay does have yeah i think that could be kind of like a sort of entertainer sort of giving that um true yeah i don't know i think all of that i, I think you could just see everything being like welcome to you know ever in both lands yeah. could both be musical maybe just people just going yeah. singing to you i guess i don't know i guess i guess no no i think that's good because like um again you think back to the old-fashioned sort of silent movies and stuff like yeah. that they still had like a piano player so maybe that's <gasps> maybe it. it's silent music silent movies yes no yeah. i love it that's and, it and it's like where is that piano going yeah. you never know and you, and you try talking and it just goes <laughs> yeah and then it like, just stops yeah and then it says you and it comes up you you lose sense of space and you just see a square block saying your words out and then it disappears again yeah, oh, I like I that, that. Having this, yeah, silent, silent music subtones. Silent it's movies, absolutely. yes. So yes, yes, shade is the silent movies land. Oh my gosh, that's perfect. Okay, perfect. yeah, awesome. There we go. Cool. Oh, lovely bit of art. Oh, I look, yeah, amazing. Yeah, an intrepid gnome adventurer traverses moonlit stream while scowling flowers look on, which is horrific. <laughs> yeah. They, oh my gosh, I just noticed those. Jesus yeah, like, Christ. Yeah. Like like uh, old grannies and, and uh, yeah. poppies, I always think. Reminds me again, like very Alice in Wonderland, but yes, obviously evil. <laughs> but obviously evil. Yeah. Cool. Oh, okay. So coming and going. Travelers don't have to access to plane shift spells. Human magic must rely on other means to travel to and from the domain of delight. So we need a fey crossing. Excellent. So yeah. So. Uh, what's cool about this is that you could always say the archfey is aware of any phase crossings or not and it could be something mm. that they've forgotten about so, so it could be li literally a way to get in and we've talked about it before on this podcast about it mm. it could be as simple as swimming across a pool and then realizing the end of the pool is in a completely different forest or, mm. or even going under uh, a tree branch like mm. or, or, or a root and you're scrambling out and you look ridiculous because mm. you're covered in mud but you're in a beautiful place so all right so, so another another DM. or a wardrobe or a wardrobe, yes, the, the most famous of all fake crossings. Exactly. Uh, go to Ikea. Oh, that is a three. <laughs> a three, a hollow tree. A hollow tree. Lies across a hollow interior of a enormous tree. The crossing is open to anyone who carries a leaf or acorn from that tree. This feels very uh, n uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah. You know, that, that idea that there's always different... Like maybe it is yeah. that sort of thing you go oh you come out of one door and you look around and it's like oh there's the turkey door there's yeah. the easter door and then there's the one of color and yeah i'd like this idea that like what it, the tree is is like some it looks like someone's come along and painted a tree in just the colors of the branch so the branch it's like a normal tree but it like the, the root like the roots are all yellow the trunk yeah. is all like uh, blue and then you've got purple and green sort of le like things coming off and branches and then it 
looks like a fake tree, but it's randomly in this thing and it's got a little opening in it. Yeah. Yeah, because obviously this this tree, I would assume, would be 3D yeah. as well. So maybe it's been try made to look like it's 2D colourful. Yeah. Like, yeah, I like that as a, as a, as a thing. Like, it's, it's like, this is, it's a tree, but some arseholes just painted, painted it. Painted it, exactly. I mean, it just looks like some arseholes come along and just like spray painted it. Crazy. Yeah, gone to gone dulux on it. Just, yeah. Like, everywhere. No, I like that. I think that's really cool. It's cool. Uh, so, so going in, and it's also, yeah, going into the tree. Yeah. So I like, maybe that idea that you, you, you go in and it's like one of those, oh, I can't remember what it's called now, but there's the, is it, it's called General Something, the, the biggest, tallest tree in Oh, I don't know, yeah. No, 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 it's okay. It's, this is me shouting to the void, going, what's the name of that tree? <laughs> um, it's called gen uh, General something, but like, I did. Massive so redwood you, thing. Yeah, yeah, is that you go in and you go, huh, just can't find a thing, and you go out and you go, oh, shit. Yes. <laughs> you just literally, it's that sort of thing, you turn around, rather than going through it, you just turn around and you realise you're already there. Yeah, I quite like that. I like that. Maybe you, yeah, maybe it's got like it's so big, it's got a little opening, and it's got um, like little lights or something in there, or something that's interesting, or maybe you know, or you see like you hear a little snicker of, of like shade, get, sort of like get, doing little you get some um, musica, like yeah. as you go in, like a, like a lift, yes, like, dee, 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 as, a, as a piano or something. I wonder if there's a way that if you like you can roll on a table, or something you do or an answer you have to make that decides which of the two realms you enter into. Ooh. I don't know what that could be, but do you know what I mean? Something that... In um, going, going back to a completely different yeah. book, um, Van Richten's Guide to Ravenloft, there is a bit in it, in the, the, uh, the adventure, where they go into a room and the room asks the players a question and it says, like, if they respond... If they if they um, say yes to the question, this happens. If they say no to questions, they say this happens. If they don't say anything, uh, the second option happens. Yeah. Because um, they've, they've kept their silence and stuff like that. So maybe having something like that, where it's like mm. you give them two options and ask them how would they react. Yes. Um, rather than like if they do something, if they trigger something, rather than something happens like uh, like. Um, you, the, 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 the tree starts to shake. Mm. Do you run out or do you try and hold your ground? Or something yeah, like that? maybe that's it. Because if you run out, maybe you hit the, the colour and if you stay inside, you fall through the floor. Do you know what I mean? And yeah, then you enter yeah. into the into the sort of, sh the sort of shade realm. Shade, yeah, and then, absolutely. Or maybe you both, and maybe you both turn... Oh, okay, 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 okay. Right, if you turn, if you fall into the shade realm, and if you fall into the colour realm, you both see each other, but you see each other in those sorts of styles. So you see only your friend, just as a monochrome sketch of themselves. Like, uh, mm. if anyone knows the term ambient occlusion, <laughs> that is not a common term for people to know. Let me just, let me just sprinkle that into this podcast. Ambient occlusion is a, is a, is a graphical rendering term where you just see a white model with like sh uh, sh where things meet oh, shadows where shadows where the, things meet there's a negative space that you sort of yeah so they did uh, they did really cool uh, Batman imagery for one of the games where it was all like that it's just it's like a white model but you only get like the, the secondary shade it's shadowing it's ambient yeah, shadowing yeah. shadowing yeah so that's it so that sort of thing you see that and then if you go through the colour realm you don't have any shading but you're just a flat colour version of yourself sort of without any shading uh, yeah yeah because yeah you could you could yeah ask them what they do yeah and because yeah because i mean because the the i guess the, the only thing is that the, if all the party go we run out you're like well that's fine but they'll all see each other as so yeah given yeah. that choice it's excellent i love yes that. I, like, I think okay that was all that's what i was thinking yeah all right cool awesome all right all right well we've got oh some more nice art 
Unknown switchman might lead. Ooh. Right. Ooh. Oh, there was more on that. There was more on that list. I didn't see the others. But okay, those are cool. Oh, the de- yeah, the the the, the, the famous moon, yeah. uh, mushroom circle. Uh, you know, the famous of all crossings and a yeah. stone bridge and a sto- and a stone circle, just in case. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just if you're in the West Country, <laughs> anytime. Bar. <laughs> Uh, so magical shortcuts. Magical shortcuts. Okay, what does this do? What does uh, fun? I've got. I've got okay. It's been a week since I properly read this. I'm reminding no, myself. It's the same. It's the same. So it's so the idea of that this you have a shortcut where if you spend one minute minutes doing some sort of ritual, it you know it gives examples of that you oh, yeah. can get somewhere. So I guess okay, cool. it's that it's it's um, fast travel. I mm-hmm. guess. If you were trying to get across, yeah, I see. Uh, what's that another? Yeah, okay, so cool. So I guess, so I guess for this is like if you had to quickly get to, um, uh, are you like we need to be monochromatic right now? Mm. Do something for that. So yeah, so this is another D8. So I'll have a quick. Okay, cool, cool. It's a one. Picking uh, pick petals from a flower whilst walking towards a beckoning sunset. Rubbish. I'm yeah. gonna roll again. <laughs> <laughs> well, it could be that you pick if you pick. One of every color shaped color. Yeah. Do you see what I mean? So if you like collect like a red, a blue, a green, a yellow, a purple, a pink, like mm-hmm. that, you get the, the the eight colors or whatever there is. It's an eight bit. Let's say it's eight bit. You get the eight colors, and uh, if you get all of those, then you can travel in that direction quickly. Oh, further. I see. So it's almost like yeah, you've got all the colors. You can move over, and then yes. What? And how would you reverse that? Then? How would you reverse that? If you remove the colours, <laughs> no, I don't know. Um, I kind of well, maybe roll another one for the other one. Let's say that's okay. the one for the right. shortcuts in the colour domain. Let's see what. Okay. Yeah. Okay, for the monochromatic, it's an eight. Holding hands while dancing around a tree at twilight. I mean, we've got a tree already, I guess. So something tree-like, yeah. shadow-like. I like the something. Whistling a tune do. while walking backwards. <laughs> <It's kind of laughs> um, I like because you were talking about that before. The the you said you said the phrase and I can't remember it now. But the uh, the sort of negative space with the sort of. Uh, oh, can I give you? Can I give you one I've got? Sorry. Go for it. I'm sorry because it. we no, picked up the colour shapes. Yeah. If you were silent for more than a minute, you get the screen comes up with three dots, ellipses. If you reach out and grab the three ellipses as circles, you then get to short travel. Perfect. How about that? Amazing. That's I was trying to think like shape-wise, and I thought that, you know, if you're silent no, movies and you don't say anything, you just go dot, dot, dot. You just have to grab them. Perfect. I love that. Yeah, because they'll, they'll be tangible things. Yes. I love that. That's so cool. Sorry. Yeah. There you go. No, 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 no. That's very helpful, because I, I had nothing but... <laughs> Around some exactly. Like, like, that, well, that could have been our fate. That yes, <laughs> that would have been our fate. Okay, great. Uh, drama. Ooh, adding drama. Well, if there wasn't enough already, <laughs> let's add yeah. more. So this is like this could be like a story hook, or just could be just something going on in this domain. Yeah. Well. So yeah, another D8. I love our D8s. Mm. It's a three. Uh, Domain's Artfey ruler recently turned down invitations to the Gloaming Court, offended the Queen of Air and Darkness, whose spies are now sowing discord throughout the domain. Yeah, I like yeah. that. That that makes sense because we, we we described this this Archfey of Rainbow and Shade. They mm. were they they paid lip service to either, both of them, mm. but they were sort of independent. Like they they were sort of not yeah. in aligned to either of them. Yes, exactly. So. so I can imagine just busy and just thought, doesn't think too much of it, I imagine, to be honest, themselves, but really, that's pissed them off enough. Yeah, I like, maybe it's that sort of thing where they go, oh, I've already, I, I, I'm coming 
I've already been to yeah. the, tea, the the local tea party one or whatever. Oh, yeah. have I been to something recently? So, oh, again? Oh, yeah. Uh, sorry. Also, it's, it's something like minor where it's obviously it's like super fucking important. Yes. Like, <laughs> yes, exactly. It's, they really should have gone, but they're, they're not bothered. Yeah. But I like that again because again having these spies as well, the gloaming court. Is, um, I, yeah. again, I can't remember off the top of my head, but that that idea of its primal instincts, it's uncivilized. That's something again that could be really cool with both the primary colors and yes. the monochromatic and having these spies. In I'd love to actually. Forms. You could have them just basically like quite um, uh, farcical in some ways, like them yeah. just turning up in this color realm and just being like <laughs> turning into a color and just falling like floating yeah, off like, camera. Like wow! And then they pull out like sticks, like oblong yeah. like colors and like. Bah! Yeah, exactly. I <laughs> know. I love that. I think that's really good. Uh, uh, I think that's cool. Magic. Okay, cool. Oh, weird magic. So this has been done before in. Uh, it's been it's done it's been done before in Tasha. This idea of regional magic. So so, so mm. give some examples of like when you first enter a, re uh, a, a region, if you lose more than half your hit points, uh, the horror ones mm. are always like if you split up, if you fall asleep, you know all that sort of thing. I, I've used I've used in um, I've used in my own Curse of Straw campaign when they were like we're going to investigate this room that's like half party, another half party we're going to explore this room. And one person says, well, I'm going to stay here and make sure you both do it. And they said, oh, so you're on your own. And they're like, no! <laughs> <laughs> You've already said it. And it, oh, it was great. I loved it. It was really, really cool. Um, so, yeah, so it, let's just give you some examples of, like, what you could do as a... Is that when you meet effect. the face of death? Is that what it's called? Is that the one? We had someone meet that in our campaign. No, um, I can't remember what it was. It was just, like, a regional effect where, okay. essentially, it was just if they're on their own or something like that, and I rolled, and basically a harmless but unsettling a ghost um, appears. So I basically yeah. borrowed, with uh, accreditation, uh, the tall man from the Haunting of Hill House. Oh, OK. Uh, that just, just was stood in the corner all the time oh that is so fucking freaking i hate this and, and none of the other characters could see it apart from this this one character and it was great oh, oh that's was, awful there we was had... a well there was a well where he pulled himself out of at night uh and the other character's like no what do you want he didn't say anything and it was uh, you are evil you are evil i I am not right. playing a game. Well, I'm not no, playing I'm any check, horror game with you. Checking some DMing there. I mean, <laughs> anyway. it's great DMing, but it's I'm I'm even. Oh, anyway, enough now. Right. <laughs> enough. All right. Uh, I'll roll for some weird effects. Okay. Another D8. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's actually on the floor. That doesn't count apparently. Ah. Uh. Oh, that's an eight though on the second one. Eight. One character in the region triggers a wild magic effect that is determined by rolling on the wild magic sur surge table in the sorcerer section of the player's handbook. If the effect duplicates a spell, the character's spell casting ability for that spell is charisma. Okay, I think I kind of like that. I kind of yeah. like that. I think that could work. I guess. I guess as long as uh, all that again, you'd have to look up the, the mm. wild uh, wild magic surges. But I, I think as long as you flavor it, depending. That's exactly. On, that's it, isn't it? That's the thing. I think having a look. Obviously, as a DM, I'm sure you have all these tables to hand as you know, mm. thanks to D and D Beyond. Oh, yeah, then you can be like, look it through and go. Okay, if, not that. Not that there's more commonly rolled numbers and others. I'm sure there is, but like, mm. like for each entry, you're like, okay, this happens. Cause yeah. Like, and just having a having your own version written out for this. Mm. I, I think that that could also work. So again, it's such a let's face it, it's a bizarre. Domain. Yes. But 
and things don't work as you think. So I think that's it. I think that's. I think that's fine. I think that works. Like, exactly. If you just flavor them to be sort of colory and shapey and or shady and stuff, then I think it kind of works. That's cool. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, domain des- denizens. Denizens. So yeah. So this isn't a table to roll on. Okay. It, it says um, different creatures that can appear essentially, uh, which I, I think it's just to give you an idea of what they are. And they're, they're um, that's sort of listed by mm. challenge ratings, yeah. and they're all. Uh, and most of them are awaken, which essentially means they just have, they can speak and have thoughts yeah. and stuff, which could be quite cool. And mm. I think all of these are great options. I love the idea, yeah. of, like looking down at number one, is like giant octopus. Yes. Like, yes. That, can you imagine that as a shape? Just like. <laughs> yeah, I'm also seeing the camel as well. The two humps. Yeah, two humps. <laughs> It's just gonna just really bad uh, animation. I think that's oh. gonna be. Yeah, that's true. All movement is literally stop motion. Yeah, exactly. Uh, pixel motion. I love that. Whilst it's really fluid in the in sort of the shade realm, but then in the in the sort of color realm, it's very much just like <laughs> just walking yeah. around, walking side. Yeah, <gasps> Maybe you have to walk side. If you meet someone, you have to jump over them to get past. Like, like unless you old-fashioned Mario. Yeah. Maybe it has parallax, so you have to like you if you maybe you have to make some really crazy rules, but you have to like jump to the the further parallax to get beyond. Something's coming at you. If you don't get out of the way, you've got to jump onto the other parallax line so you can move. But you move at different speeds, you know, because they move at different speeds because you're further away. That's proper like almost like Crash Bandicoot style, like the original one where it's like impossible to tell how far far away you are. I like that. I think that's again this whole realm. I've said before, it's very hard to visualize but I love the language of it so I just yeah. think this idea is like you can't tell because yeah. you just it's, distance is not the thing for you that's yeah I think that's the distance weird. you just move behind you get smaller but you just you 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 have to take to move five feet you have to use yeah. ten feet of movement and then when you move one layer back you have to use to move five feet you have to use 15 feet of movement or something like that just to move around something to get back to the main plane it's, it feels very much like um, monkey Island. Island, that video game series I where you have to think love complete... Monkey well, Island. Well, you know, because obviously everything you'd like, well, it's obviously this. And you're like, how was I ever going to get yes. solve this puzzle by just picking up the anchor or yes. anything like that? So I, that's, I feel like, again, that's something where, again, play those games because they're great, but this getting that logic and just putting that on here, and that's how you work out. Things. Yeah, how you move things. Oh. I think that could be really fun. Oh, I want to... Okay, this is cool. I'm enjoying this. Oh, yeah, good. <laughs> no, I think I think it's great. And then I think finally we've got Domain Visitors as the final Okay, one. yes. So, okay, yes. other visitors include friends and foes of Domain's Archfate. Oh, okay, cool. All right, who so, you roll a D8. Yeah, so the, these are like almost minor characters you can put in. So if the people are, are really lost, you're like, don't worry, other people are lost too. So... Rolling that d8. It's another eight. Arcanaloth. Using alter spell self spells to assume human form, form as it searches the Feywild for one of the books of keeping. I don't know what an Arcanaloth is. I, I'm, go- I'm going to look it up and describe it. So, Arcanaloth sounds. It sounds. Well, it sounds magical, obviously. Mm, it sounds like it. It sounds like a. Oh, it's not. It's not a spider. I thought it was a spider. Um, I thought it would be like um, they're all um, demons, aren't they? Loths. It, it's a yugoloth. Yes. Yeah. It's so that I've just defeated one of these in my home game. Oh right, yeah. <laughs> but they're they're pretty. Yeah, they're like <coughs> if you imagine um, Little Red Riding Hood 
the wolf uh, takes on Granny's appearance. Okay. Looks a bit like that. With glasses. Gonna... Oh, <laughs> and scrolls. I can actually open it on D&D Beyond and I'll do that now. There oh, we go. fab, fab. Yeah, oh, immediately... I was not expecting it to look like a fox. Yeah, a fox slash wolf. Yeah, big long ears, yeah. almost like a rat boy. Yeah, they, they... Let me tell you, this home, the home game we're playing... Oh, it's been very, it's been very cross-making. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, yeah, we've only just managed to defeat it. Because, yeah, it's a level 12, I think, but it's, it's so... Mm, Again, we'll yeah. go. We'll come into it at another point. But mm. bloody intelligent villains are so frustrating as a player because <laughs> you're like, no, they're more intelligent than ours. But, um, yeah, you see all this. They go up to level eight spells. They're mind black. Oh my gosh! Crap! Yes. Monster. Oh my yep. gosh! Yeah, they are pretty we, we've OP. Had, we've had finger of death happen to us. Uh, that was not fun. <laughs> yeah. It's a floating disc. So yeah, it's. it's I have a pretty... had. I have had my character fight. Uh, uh, Yugoloth itself, Yugoloth, and a Mer Merena. They've actually tried to fight a Merenoloth as well when they tried to go on the river sticks. So it's so it's a friendly one that uses all self. That makes sense because it's it is quite a scary creature. Uh, yeah. To a book of keeping. Have you heard of a book of keeping before? Uh, no. Should we also do a bit of Google of that? Let's have a look yeah, at a having a book well, of keeping. I got I got blood of keeping that came up. I yeah, I've got a blood of keeping. Nope, nope, it's not. Ah, oh, here we go. Yugoloth is permanently destroyed. Its name vanishes from every book of keeping. If Yugoloth is recreated by way of an unholy ritual, the books of keeping, when all four copies of the books of keeping disappear, as Modus and the Night Hags lost control of their Yugoloth creations, each book of keeping still exists, drifting. This is in the. Here we are. Books of keeping. Um. Each book keeping says it's drifting from plane to plane where the brave and the foolish occasionally stumble upon them. A Yugloth summoned using its true name as inscribed in the book of keeping is forced to serve its summon obediently. The Yugloth hates being controlled in this manner and isn't shy about making its displeasure known. So that is... So it's trying to find one of these books. Mm. Can I say, Gehenna, Crawling City, I want to make that into a document because it sounds like the coolest bloody place. And no, I can't believe there is an adventure there. Just by the way out there, people, if someone wants to make that, I haven't got time, but I want to play. I was going to say, spoilers, it's you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh fuck, <laughs> that's what I mean. Maybe that's what's going to happen in Dragon's well, Steel you know, Season we, 3. We, well, we did say that um, was it, when we did the future of D&D, there was like, yeah. oh, well, there'll be more adventures coming soon in like, yeah. some sort of compendium. So, hey, folks. Let's, let's do a Gehenna. I would love Gehenna. The fact that it's all on 45 degrees, like what the heck? Oh, it's already starts great. Mental. It's such a great place. Yeah. Great. So, mm. that, so that is... That's it, is it? the whole thing. Yes. Uh, well, here's the thing. We still haven't named the Domain of Delights. Oh, yes. Oh. So this is the thing. Yeah, so we've got, obviously, you've, we've, you've made your arch face of the yeah. rainbow, rainbow and shade, and then we have this amazing... I, I don't know if we ever defined how big it was. Um, yeah, what should I, we... I, I feel that it is pretty big. Yeah. <laughs> Just I... to give that whole spectrum of... Because I'd love to see, like, oceans without colour, or, yeah. the like, a, a huge sort of, like, um, almost like desert brightly coloured you know that I I'd quite like versions of it. I quite like the idea that it's video gamey so yeah. like, we've gone with that route so maybe it's an island like it's it's, a, like it's an island but it's an island that's clearly you can see the other land not far away so it's sort of just an island but there's land all around it but there's just yeah. so everywhere you look it's that there's ocean but it, you can still see like what sea that you can see for a while and then 
and maybe yeah maybe maybe it's like the flip reverse the und yeah. when you und there's an island that's like that shape and then it, it, you go you do the uh, stranger things to get to the the shade the the um shadow the inside out yeah <laughs> what's it the upside down the upside yeah. down the upside down out. yeah the inside out <laughs> it's the same yeah yeah. It's the same. yeah i was close but yes the the upside down yes. yeah maybe that's it maybe but i imagine this like like in a video game it's got every single type of landscape you could imagine yeah. So you can have play in it, like it's a play area. Like you've got yeah. a little river stream, and then you've got then in like a wooded forest. But then you've got a desert, and then you've got a big tall mountain in the middle that's very icy and ice peaked, which is just like a it. big icicle triangle. Yeah, and stuff that, like that. I love that idea. That yeah, if you had video game elements in it, so like Frogger yeah. getting across. Oh yes, a road. Like yeah, exactly. Roads, rivers. Yeah, getting onto to to lily pads. Yes. And that, yeah, it has to be like that. Uh, like having like yeah that video game essence to it and like, yeah. like jumping over things or, or jumping on things to like squash them yes. to get power-ups or anything like that oh i love this yes 100 yes. yeah cool oh. but but we still need a name for this we still need a name two-tone island like, oh no and this is where i'm sure we're gonna cut out hours <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> well okay i like because the other name I had for shade was uh, mono or mono, yeah. But maybe it's monochrome, because it's mono and yeah. chrome. Chrome. So you're in chrome and you're in mono. Yeah, I like. But that. it's the mono. It's the domain of monochrome. It's monochrome. Or yeah. monochrome or something like that. But monochrome, I kind of like. I, I think yeah. I think monochrome. Yeah, I think monochrome. Let's keep it very because it's simple. I now want to call them I, mono and chrome as names. Now I think that's better. But anyway, yes, no monochrome. I, these things we did, but I think because yeah. because they did set, again, and obviously in a, in a later episode where we'll talk yeah. about his fans, um, they talk about making stuff that's, that's simple and easy to remember so that it doesn't get nicknamed by your players yeah. undermined. So yes. I think monochrome, like um, but like having that hyphen or having it yeah mono, mono, mono. slash chrome or mono hyphen chrome Ooh, slash yes I like that yeah. slash chrome I love a good, good love a good slash good slash <laughs> <laughs> or a solidus for you nerds out there. <laughs> Yeah. You, you sort of you typography nerds, right? Yeah, that's exactly. That's anyway, look at that. Look, we have we've, we've done made, it. We've done it. We've done our own domain of delight and an archway. This is, I love it. I think I think everything about it is cool. There's lots of stuff there. Yeah. In terms of story hooks, and just interesting things, and I think it's going to delight your players anyway because obviously you might maybe they only visit. Excuse me. They might only visit one part of it. Maybe mm. visit all of it, and then maybe. I, I love, again, I like that idea. Maybe there is something between the two uh, sides of the archway that we ha they have to be brought back together for some reason or mm. or whatever. So you've got this, lots of other little mysteries there which we don't have to fill in. Exactly. And the players can fill in as well. But oh, thank you so much, Hamilton. This has been an absolute. Thank you, story. thank you, thank you. I totally agree. The only thing I want to say, and I'm going to say it, and we can cut sure. this if you say bugger yep. off, Hamilton. You're an asshole. Yep. Should we put this on the DMs book? <laughs> on the DMs guild? Yeah, absolutely. Should we make? I want to do it. Oh, I haven't got any time. Yes. Fuck, I'll try and do absolutely. it. Absolutely. We'll try and make.
make well, we'll try and make a little document for it that you can get yeah. on there. Maybe, again. Yeah, I think I think just um, yeah, I a thousand percent anything we make should go up there just for yeah. interest. You know, yeah. people, you know, have a look, see what you think, and you. I'll tidy up the. Good. I'll tidy up their stat block, Ch- and then we'll change change the various names. Change the Igly Witch out of it, and I'll put them in, and I'll put we can put a little bit of flavor text from this. I'll have a go at bashing something out because I appreciate you yeah. do all the work on that, so I, I can have a quick go of that. So yeah, text. If you, if you can do more of the text, and I can do more of the graphics, then that's that's okay. then, then we're. I will, I will have a look at that. So go team. Go team. Yeah. Um, but yes, that can definitely. I'm a thousand percent. Let's get that out there. Let, get, yes. Go. We will have yeah domain of the light and monochrome. Yes. Uh, it will be out on uh, the DM's Guild at uh, some point. <laughs> at some point. Uh, but yes, I love it. Oh, but brilliant. So we'll sign off or we'll end up yeah. with Hamilton. Yeah. What are you up to? What am I shooting you like? Whoa, bloody hell. There is Let's actually go. lots going on. So, yeah. Dragon's Duel Season 3 is pretty much finalised. Ideas are finalised. By the time this goes out, we maybe we will have more knowledge than I do now. But it's very exciting. We've yeah. got some very cool plans. There's going to be a lot of content potentially on our stream from having a break. We are coming back uh, big, big time. The, yeah, and the only other thing is that the network might be changing name and it might have changed name by the time this comes out. It's always the way. <laughs> reveal what the network name is. Or is I, yes, I can. Yes. So if you might know, you might know because it has it up in the corner. But oh, yeah. we're going to be, because we've got the DN's Book Club here, we've also got uh, the Brain Adventures um, people doing um, uh, We Are Not Heroes. And then obviously Dragon's Jewel's coming back. And we've got other fun things. It feels a bit like they're all existing under the name Dragon's Jewel doesn't feel right. We want them to all feel at home here. So we're going to be called the Roleplay Factory. The roleplay factory, yeah, and there'll be, and um, it's just because it then makes everyone feel at home, and anyone else who wants other things that might come on board as well at the time. So that's it, really. So that's what it is. Dragon's Jewel is still called Dragon's Jewel, but that's the game show and all the stuff that happens with that. And then roleplay factory is the overarching thing. That's fab. So does that mean? I guess I'm, I'm now going to put you on the spot. Does that mean that we're changing links and Twitch stuff, or is it also on Dragon's Jewel? So I'm going to try and keep the Twitter and uh, the Twitch will still stay at Dragons underscore Jewel for the time being and uh, the Twisters will stay at Dragons Jewel and then I'm going to slowly do a month like over change and it will change then so yeah so if you're following you're just following and it might change name to the Roleplay Factory but the links will be the same because so no, you don't have to do anything if you've already yes. subscribed that's exactly brilliant. exactly so, you just and I'm might... sure there'll be a massive uh, like signal boost going hey we're now yes, here and everything that's like that. it so exactly miss out. that's yeah. awesome and we'll keep the old names in in titles so if you search for us you'll still find us in titles and stuff that, for a while uh, yeah no, sounds good that's good good question what about yourself Fiona what are you doing me uh, good question uh, you just did something <laughs> you just did I something did some, I did do something so I'll start off by saying my name is Fiona uh, we all know that by now um, I run the What Am I Rolling podcast which is a twice monthly RPG one shot podcast um, as always it's going really well it's going very well um, as of recording this uh, which is in the past for those people watching now but for, for me in the present after about 
when they were doing it like maybe three two hours ago i was on uh, the most podcast which is a rooster teeth podcast where the our, the hosts andrew and drew asked their guests the most questions and um, this was sort of a, a prid prid quo quo no i can't say that word prid I, I, quo pro there you go. Because uh, uh, they kindly came onto my podcast um, when we did Jim Henson's Labyrinth uh, back in August uh, this year. And they uh, kindly asked me to come on and go onto their podcast. So that was a, a very interesting two hours where I was like, ah, because I wasn't prepared. Um, but it was very good and very fun. And that will be out uh, on the most, uh, on not only on Rooster Teeth, uh, their sort of channels and stuff where you can rewatch those sort of things, which is insane. But also you can listen back to it because they're now in podcast form. Yeah, how many subscribers do they have? I don't know. Is it millions? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. But it's it's super fun, and if yeah. you, if you like, certainly I grew up watching Rooster Teeth, and and so yeah. listening back and hearing people like uh, Gus and uh, the, uh, the, the others, I do know them. I just can't bring them to my head. It's just yeah, exactly. Too many to name or name drop, but yes, I was on that and I was very grateful, so that was lovely. Um, other things, I've been doing some other RPG streams on and off. Um, I've recently played in the game of Alien RPG, which is done by Free League. Um, that's super fun. Oh god, I love. I, I actually, mm. um, whilst I was doing other things today, uh, which we will mention on the next podcast, I did buy uh, the Alien RPG. A core book as well. It's nice, meaty, and thick because look at that. It is a good. It's a very good system. Um, oh, is it? Oh, it's. As I get no real spoilers, but if you're playing the alien, at the beginning of each turn, you roll a d6 to determine what it does. So you don't need to think about anything as a GM because it's just dictated by the dice. If you roll a six, it bites off an adventurer's head, and there's no appeal. And I'm just like. Yes. <laughs> sounds amazing. It <laughs> sounds actually quite fun. I do like the Alien movies. As not a horror fan, I don't mind the Alien movies. I actually quite enjoy them. I do they feel can... that those ones are sort of like action sci-fi with horror mm. elements in it, for yeah. sure. And yeah, the a Alien and Aliens, great films. Really yeah. interesting films. And obviously yeah. you've got Sigourney Weather in. Who's fucking amazing. cool. Yeah. Badass, badass yeah. But yes, I'm sure I'm doing lots of other things, but right now I can't really think of them. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just so good. It's so amazing. That's it, basically. <laughs> basically, everyone at home, Fiona is amazing. She's doing amazing. And that's all you need to know, basically. Yeah, but so, yeah. I could not do this show, obviously, without you, Hamilton, who puts up with me going, but what about this? And you're like, yes, and. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, and. But yes, and, and well, we've come to the end of this podcast, and I'm sure yes. we'll, be, or we'll be here next week the title card will go up and say this and i will i know vaguely what we're doing because we might might be recording it next but shh. Yeah. Um, well, can we say what we're doing? Can we say what yeah, we're doing? Yeah, I guess because we do know what we it is. We do know what it is. It's, it's, you gone. It's, oh, it's Fizz, fizz Buzz! <laughs> Sorry, it's just because I remember. It's Fizz Buzz! We have it. Yeah, there's a book. There's, there's a book. A book. You would have also seen when I searched something, I had Fizz Bands open on D&D Beyond when I was what? Googling for a Yugalot. Awkward. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, we'll be talking uh, about our first impressions of Fizz Bands. Finally. Yes. Finally. So, uh, yeah, looking forward to do that but awesome. until, until next time friends uh, yeah. we'll see you on the flip I guess that's how see you on the flip <laughs> alright we're leaving it now I'm just going now alright bye bye, <laughs> bye. <laughs>